It is Sunday, December 25th, 2022. Well, Merry Christmas if you celebrate and Happy New Year and all that stuff. If you're wondering why I'm posting this on Christmas, it's because I just got off the treadmill and I just have a few projects to do this morning. And so I thought, why not put this out there? And, uh, you know, if you're sitting around or snowed in, we have a big storm across North America. Maybe this will help you relax a little bit or <clears throat> give you some info on what's happening. So a couple things. The first is we had tons of snow here. And if you have a look at Instagram, you'll see the front of the hive. I posted, uh, if you go to wildflowerbeefarm.com, you can watch the webcam. But I took a little clip this morning and you can see the ton of snow in front of that hive. And my first impulse yesterday was to go out and clear out the entrance like they tell you to do. Most beekeepers would do that. But then I started thinking, am I really helping the hive by doing that? Maybe the snow is an insulator and maybe they need it to keep warm and there's still enough air coming through the top part or parts of the bottom part <clears throat> so they can still you know survive but stay warm because it was you know it was minus 15 plus wind chill it was pretty cold yesterday around here and if you look at that picture you'll see that sure enough the warmth from inside the hive is, is melting some of that entrance and there's a spot for the air to circulate and it is the temperature starting to get a little warmer today <clears throat> long story short I don't think you need, I mean, my, as a, as a servant beekeeper, I'm not going to do that. I've done it a few times in the past years, but I think I'm not helping them because for whatever reason, if they wanted the snow to move, they'd move it. The second thing, I started really, as you know, it was wasp week on Instagram. If you go look at all our postings, I think I did four different video clips of wasps and I wondered, and I was stuck on the tuck and roll technique. I said to myself, well, Let's assume for a minute that a worker bee learns the tuck and roll technique from other bees or just an accident, whatever reason. Then my question is, how does that get transferred to the next generation? Because the only way that could happen genetically would be if the drone or the queen had some type of uh, genetic marker for that, if you will, or adaptation or something. Because we know that, uh, you know, bees have brains about the size of a sesame seed and they're very, um, they're very flexible, meaning when bees learn experience, they become part of their neurology from experience very quickly. And the generations during the summer, every six weeks, there's a new, there's a new bee. But then the question is, well, how does that get transferred to the next generation? Well, there's a phenomena that most of us who are who were trained in traditional beekeeping would say is a problem and what happens is when the queen leaves or is no longer uh, around eventually the the bees will start laying eggs a worker bee will become as a queen and lay eggs the problem is they're not fertilized eggs so they will be strictly drones now there's the answer so every once in a while you would argue, well, if the queen was not successful, is that not an unsuccessful hive sending out drones to mate with queens and create more unsuccessful hives? Well, I don't know, because that would be the only way that the genetics from the workers could get passed on, I believe, to the next generation. That would be when a drone from a queenless hive created by a worker bee flies off and mates with a queen and that queen lays those eggs and those those bees that hatch those worker bees would have the genetics from the queenless hive in part passed on to them so then you start thinking well is that a good or a bad thing well i don't know 
it may be that the genetics passed on the, the queen may have not made it for a variety of reasons not because she was a weak queen she may have been killed when she came back on her way back and you would argue well that's a queen that doesn't know her sense of direction and she shouldn't survive anyway uh i really don't know but the if you have an idea on this let me know but i really think the only way for the genetics to get passed on from workers would be from a queenless hive where a worker has taken on the role or a number of workers have taken on the role of laying drone eggs now the question is what would happen to those drones because most of those drones would not make it the hive would not survive probably past six weeks in the summer so the question is what would happen to the drones when that hive no longer is around like would they go join another hive which some literature science suggests would that be the end of them so they have six weeks only um, are we more likely to see this phenomenon in the uh, spring and summer when the queens are in, in fact uh, virgin queens are up flying to be mated I don't know but no one's looked at the queenless hive where the worker bees take on that role as a benefit to the population or species and I'm wondering if we're missing something this is Hank from the wildflower bee farm you have a safe and happy holiday exciting times if you disagree with me on the uh, clearing the snow in the entrance let me know but um, I'm thinking it's best to let them uh, figure this one out on their own. You have an amazing day and talk to you in the new year.